0: You're listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed, Episode 190. Hello, Rockstar. Welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed. I'm Christina Cantor's speaker, coach, and founder of The C Method, where I help high performing professionals and business leaders to build powerful communication skills. You can learn more at thecmethod.com. Now each week here on the podcast we address a different topic to help you build a success mindset, present yourself with confidence, build strong relationships and be an all-around better human. Join our community on Facebook if you haven't yet already where the group The C Method Rockstars or go to thecmethod.com/community. Now today we're talking about why little things matter to your overall success. Now, I want you to think about something significant in your life that you've achieved. Maybe you've reached a very senior level at work. Maybe you've written a thesis or obtained a high-level qualification. Maybe you're a skilled musician or you've reached your goal weight or you've raised young children. That's a massive achievement. Or maybe you've been married for 20 years plus. And I want you to think about what was it that contributed to that, that success? Was it one massive thing that you did? Was it one big training session or one extremely healthy meal or one brilliant presentation or conversation? Or was it a number of many, many small actions and achievements that when actioned over time led to that thing of true significance? Now, in my experience... And I'm sure in your experience as well, you've found it to be the latter. So today we're exploring why taking these small, consistent action steps every day will help you to achieve any goal or a significant end result and how you can do it. We're going to focus on the area of public speaking, effective communication and success at work. Um, because that's what this podcast is all about. But do keep in mind that this applies to every area of your life. Show notes will be at thecmethod.com/slash/190. Now, before we get to that, I do want to give a quick shout out to everyone who has submitted questions so far for the Ask Me Anything session that we're doing on Monday. Um, this coming Monday, If you haven't yet joined our Facebook group, go and join the C Method Rockstars. That's the letter C Method Rockstars and tune in on Monday, 17th of December at 1 p.m. Melbourne time, which for my North American friends is Sunday, 6 p.m. Pacific time and Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. I'm doing my very first Ask Me Anything session. So if you have a burning question about... Podcasting, communication, speaking up at work, um, diet, um coffee, I don't know <laughs> any question at all, unicorns. I'm happy to answer it um I've already received a number of questions from people um, from my email list and also in the Facebook group, so if you haven't if you want to ask a burning question, you can email me directly cc at thecmethod.com or go and join the Facebook group and submit your question in the comments there. And of course, join the group and tune in to the group for the live uh, Facebook video, um, Ask Me Anything session on Monday. I can't wait. Look forward to seeing you there. Okay, so let's get into this week's conversation around why little things matter to your overall success. Now, I was prompted to do this um, episode because I was speaking with a client recently and I want to share her story with you. So this client of mine, she has spent the last four years working for one company. She's hardworking, she's smart, she knows her subject matter, but she hasn't been happy in terms of her progress in the company. She hasn't been able to move up. This is one reason why she reached out to me and we started working together. Now, recently, there was an opportunity for an internal position at her work that she really, really wanted to apply for. So, this was her opportunity to progress. Now, she had to give a presentation demonstrating her capabilities and why she needed the job. So, she worked like crazy on this presentation in the week leading up to the final interview. She worked really, really hard. You know, she she lost sleep. She... she put in a lot of effort and then she presented and she thought she did pretty well in the presentation. And in the end, she didn't get the job. The job went to another another internal person. And when I asked my client why she thought she missed out on this position, she said, you know, it's not because of my skills. It's not. It wasn't because I delivered a, a poor presentation. It was because the other person, the person who was selected, had a stronger relationship with the senior management team the people who were making the final decisions this other person had a stronger brand they'd made themselves known they'd they'd build those relationships so the people who were making decisions already knew that person and the value that they offered in my client's case my uh, one single presentation was not enough to get her chosen for the role. So putting in this massive effort, delivering a great presentation, it did not make up for the years she had spent not nurturing those key relationships. What did her successful colleague do? They had spent the last few years making the effort to take small actions every day to say hello to the managing director or whoever the senior leaders were. Um, They'd made that effort to say hello, to have a conversation, every day they talked about their work a little bit. They talked about their contribution a little bit and made themselves known a little bit more. And eventually these little things added up to a significant result, a job promotion. So this is a really clear example of how, how these little things or also known as the, the compounding effect can help or hinder you. And that's what we're exploring today. Now you may have heard the term compounding or the compounding effect in financial terms, when you have you put money into um, you know, a long-term savings account or into your superannuation. Um, in the US, it's 401k, where it's the additional growth that comes from small amounts of money being put in, and then it grows over time because it's interest on interest. Now, this this compounding effect also applies in, in life. And there's a book by Darren Hardy called called The Compounding Effect. And he defines it as so he defines the compounding effect, the compound, so he defines the compound effect as the principle of reaching huge rewards from a series of small, seemingly insignificant choices and actions. Our present reality is an outcome of the little seemingly innocuous decisions that have added up to your current bank balance, waistline, Business success, relationship status, etc. So let's look at how this plays out in life. For example, let's take what you eat. If you eat, let's say, one cookie a day, every day, you think, oh, it's just one cookie, that's fine, just with my afternoon coffee, you know. You know, that's not going to make an impact on your waistline in a day or a week, not two weeks, maybe not even a month. But if you eat a cookie every day consistently for a year, that's going to show up. It's going to show up in your waistline. If you're doing that with other foods and you're eating a little bit of this, a little bit of that, that's unhealthy, and you're doing it every single day, you know, it could be one cigarette a day, just one cigarette. I mean, obviously not food, but you know, one unhealthy habit every day. You add that up over a lifetime or a few decades, that could lead to something significant like heart disease, um, lung cancer, etc. Let's go back to the um the financial example. Saving say 5% of your earnings may seem insignificant. You go, "Oh, 5% of my of my paycheck. That doesn't seem like that much. What's the point in saving that?" But if you do that every single fortnight over decades, that's going to add up. You're not going to congratulate yourself for saving that one that 5% that one time, but you will be congratulating yourself when you've saved up a house deposit, and then you can buy a house, you know, and that's incredibly significant. In the workplace, making small talk with your colleagues every single day may seem insignificant. I'm just saying hello. Oh, what's the point? But over time, that will compound to developing a strong relationship, which may then lead to a significant opportunity. You know they might because they know you really well. They might refer you to you know for another opportunity. In my client's example, you know there might be an opportunity for promotion. There might be an opportunity for you to give a great present, uh, to give a um, a presentation, or to take on something that you may not have otherwise been offered. Now, what's interesting about all of these things, you know, eating a cookie, saving five percent of your earnings, saying hello, making small talk with your colleagues all of these things are not that hard. They're pretty easy, right? They're pretty easy to do. It's just one little thing every day. But they're also easy not to do. And there's a great quote by Jim Rohn who said, um, he said, things that are easy to do are easy not to do. So when we think about these little things that we want to do to help us overall achieve something significant, um, it's also very easy in the moment to not do that. You know, not saying hello to someone, oh, that's easy. it's easy. It's easy to just walk by someone's desk, and not say hello, right? Um, another example, I mean, I could easily just not do this podcast every week. I know some of you are going, no, don't worry, not going to happen. I mean, <laughs> it's going to keep going. You know, and every time I sit down to record a podcast, it's not, it's not really hard for me to do this um because I've done it for so long it's part of my weekly routine I just do it right and doing a single podcast is not a hugely significant achievement like it is an achievement but it's not one podcast isn't going to make a huge difference to my business success or my personal brand um you know it's not going to make a huge impact but recording a podcast every single week for 3 almost 4 years and building up a bank, a body of work, um, that is now at 190 episodes and almost a million downloads. That's freaking significant. And that's incredible. And, and, and having a a body of work that is so, um, so expansive, you know, when people come to my website or they find me in iTunes and they, and they start listening, you know, some people listen to the whole back catalog And then they email me and they say, Christina, I've listened to every single podcast you've done and I love your style and I want to work with you. Now, that's hard to achieve with one episode. You know, very few people are going to reach out after listening to one episode. I mean, maybe they do and that's brilliant. Um, But the more likely scenario is people have listened to a number of podcasts. They've seen this large body of work and they've gone, wow, this is fantastic. I love what Christina's got to share. I want to work with her. And that is that is truly significant, and that is what contributes greatly to my overall um, business growth and the overall impact I'm able to make um, as well. So, so going back to the point of you know it's easy not to do it. I, you know I I my voice is pretty cro- you might hear that my voice is pretty croaky. I woke up at six o'clock this morning to record this podcast because it is due today, and I was flat out yesterday. Um, and home really late, and I was way too tired to record. So I'm doing it first thing um, this morning before the builders next door start construction at seven o'clock this morning. So it was, it was, it would be very easy for me to say, oh, you know what, I'm just going to sleep in. Had a late night. Oh, you know, I'd rather just go to the gym. Um, that's what I usually do on a Wednesday morning. And so it'd be easy for me not to do, but I'm doing it. So this is where, um, so this is so it's important to know that the things you don't do are going to have the same level of significance as the things you do do. Okay, so let's take for example. Um, everyone says you should take a break when you're working from a de- you know for your desk job. You need to stand up. You need to stretch. Those things are very easy to do. Literally, stand up, stretch, go for a walk around the block. That is not hard. But think about what is the compounding effect of not standing up from your desk, not taking short breaks, not taking a few moments to breathe deep, not going for a walk around the block, not saying no to demanding requests, not blocking out your, your um, personal time or time for email. Each of these things might seem small in isolation, right? But overall, if you do this for years overall, not doing these things is going to have a massive impact on your health and your productivity. It's not going to happen immediately. You're not going to notice it in a week, but compounded over time, it can lead to very negative effects on your health and happiness. And this is what burnout is. You, know, you hear people going, oh, I'm so burnt out. I need a vacation. And then they go online on the beach and they can't move for three weeks because they're completely burnt out. Because that, that, that is the significant effect, the compounding effect of what that person has not done. On the contrary, if you, um, take, a, if you take that break, you go for a quick, work, a quick walk, it is easy to do. Those things will add up over time and you will um, be able to have a more um, productive, sustainable work life. And ultimately, the choice is yours. Okay, so all of these things, easy to do, easy to not do, the choice is yours. Okay, so how do we do it? What does it take to achieve this, to build up this consistency? It takes, and there's this equation here that um, the, the author of this book, Darren Hardy, he says, and here it goes, small choices plus consistency plus time equal significant results. I'll say that again. Small choices plus consistency plus time equal significant results. So it's important to know that the results won't show themselves straight away. If you're working towards a goal, say you want to become a confident speaker, you want to be able to facilitate meetings, maybe you want a promotion, being able to achieve those things is going to require a number of small actions. It's going to require you to do them consistently over a period of time in order to get there. Okay. It's not just one big piece of action and it may not happen in a, in a week. It may not happen in a month, but in a year, that's when you'll see the results. This is why I work with my clients one-on-one for a minimum six months. I don't work with people for one session. Because you're not going to see significant results in a single coaching session. But over time, so when you have someone holding you accountable over time and those, and you're doing that consistent action because someone's holding, well, because I'm holding you accountable, that's when you see results. Okay, rock stars. So I want to share with you some steps because I know you like it when I break this down into actionable, simple steps. And I have four steps for you, just four. The first is to understand that the best time to start is today. There's a a popular Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So in that context, it means that if you want success and growth in the future, the best time to act is now. You need to start now. You can't say, oh, I'll just um, wait another six months until I feel ready to, you know, get out of my comfort zone and and put my hand up to do that presentation or, you know, start doing workshops for clients. It's not going to happen because you're going to get there and you're going to feel, you're still not going to feel ready. So you need to start acting now. Stop delaying. Take action now. Step two, pick an area you want to see significant growth in. So and think about what results do you want to see in that area? So your results could be, um, I want to feel comfortable on stage in front of an audience. I want a promotion. I want to have the courage to ask for a raise. I want to be able to introduce myself with impact and have people interested in what I'm saying. I want to establish myself as a thought leader. So what are these big, significant things? Think about you know, think about that that goal. I guess we could call that. it's a goal, right? And I will do an episode, probably early 2019, um, more around goals and thinking about um, what sort of inner goals you want to achieve for yourself as well. So that's step two, to pick that goal or pick an area you want to see significant growth in. Step three is to pick one small action you can do today, right now, that is a tiny step towards that result. It doesn't need to be huge. Just a tiny step, and make it really small and simple. Tim Ferriss, um, one of my favourite people, thought leaders, authors in the world. um, He likes to say to he likes to say change the rules of the game to make it impossible to lose. And what he means by this is, you know, for example, if you want to go to if you want to get fit and healthy, don't set yourself up to fail and say I'm going to run ten kilometers every morning. You know, from tomorrow, that's going to be really hard to sustain and to stick to so he says to um, make make the game winnable by changing the rules so for example make this one action that you do every day make it so tiny that it's almost impossible to not do so make it ridiculously easy so for example it could be make eye contact with one stranger every day so maybe the the person at the 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 store who's serving you Make eye contact if that's something that you struggle with. Say hello to one person at work. Come on, it's not that hard. Say good morning. Not that hard. Um, I think Tim Ferriss uses the example of flossing one tooth. So just floss one tooth. If you want to get into a flossing habit, just floss one tooth. You don't have to do your whole mouth. Just one. Um, if it's like around fitness, do you know 10 sit-ups. You don't have to do a whole workout. Just wake up and do 10 sit-ups every day. That's all you need to do. If you want to develop, if you're doing more personal development, you know, read one page of a book. Listen to the first 10 minutes of a podcast. Although if the podcast is good, it should get you listening listen to the whole thing. But you want to set the rules really easy for you. So we've picked one small action. After that, step four, is the final step. Put measures in place to ensure that you commit to that daily habit. And it's best if you make it public, you know, if you let people know that you're doing it. You could tell people the end goal to motivate you. For example, when I decided I was going, when I set myself the goal of, I was going to go play my ukulele on the streets for the very first time, first and only time. Um, I told all my friends, I told everyone that I was going to do it. And people kept checking in with me to say, when are you going? When are you doing it? And that forced me to practice and it forced me to go. Um, so you can you can tell friends and family, you can get an accountability buddy, you can write it on your wall. Um, write you know, put it on a calendar or put it on, on put it on a list up there. <clears throat> Jerry Seinfeld um is famous for doing this in terms of joke writing, you know, for comedy. He would put a, a war calendar up, a whole a yearly war calendar up on on his wall, and every day he would write jokes and Every day he would write jokes. He would put a big red X in that the box of that day, and then he would do that every day. And he says, eventually you have a chain of red X's. And he said, your your goal is to then not break the chain. So that's a visual reminder that he is, you know, doing like writing every day. And that's one. That's why he. That's the secret to his success. That's what he said. Um, if you want to be a good comedian, you've got to literally write every single day. So if you want to become a great communicator at work, if you want to be a a courageous, confident communicator, speaker, you know, leader, you've got to practice every single day doing those things that are going to help you there. You've got to practice communicating, communicating. You've got to practice communicating every single day. Even if it's as simple as saying hello to someone, making small talk, asking about someone's day, Being a little bit open about your day, not being afraid to, you know, just share a little bit of yourself. Bring a little bit of humanness every day. Something else you can do is to hire a coach. That is why people like me exist, because people need accountability and they need someone there running alongside them, you know, metaphorically, every step of the way. to to help them and and check in on them and hold them accountable and make sure that they're progressing and to check in on their progress. This is what is required to achieve significant things. So those are the four steps that I would recommend that you do. If you want to get started, I'll go through them again real quick. Firstly, first understand the best time to start is today. Second, pick an area you want to see significant growth in. Pick your goal. Number three, Pick one small action you can do today, right now. And after this podcast, I challenge you, after listening to this podcast, I challenge you to go do it. And then number four is to put measures in place to ensure you commit to that habit. Now, before I leave you for today, I do have some other ideas for consistent things that you could do to help you in your, your growth something that I did, well, I still do, is to go to Toastmasters twice a month. Now, that is some, that is very easy to not do. It is very easy to go, oh, I'm tired. I'm just not going to go to Toastmasters. But for those, if you don't know, Toastmasters is a group where you get together and you practice your public speaking. It's a great place to practice implementing the skills that you've learned. Now, I did that consistently, right? I showed up. Every single session, I showed up twice a month. I showed up even when I didn't feel like it, even when I was tired, even when I was busy at work, I still went. And that has contributed, doing, you know, that taking that small action has contributed to me being able to stand up in front of an audience and not feel incredibly anxious. Because I used to feel it that way, but Toastmasters. like consistent action over time gave me that non-pressure environment in which to practice standing in front of people. And you know what's significant? People come up to me and say, Christina, you're such a natural speaker. I could never be like you. You know, you're such a natural on stage. And I say to them, yeah, um, it's actually not natural. It's a result of me consistently working on my public speaking, you know, doing this podcast, going to Toastmasters, um, putting myself out there to do more presentations. It's a combination. It's been the the culmination of all of that effort. And it's a cop out. If you ever notice yourself saying to someone, oh, they're a natural, you're a natural or um, oh, I could never be like that. Yes, you can absolutely be like that. It takes a lot of work, but you can absolutely be, be like that. Start today, pick, take small action, get someone to hold you accountable. Um, something else you could do is to go to commit to going to one networking event a month. If that's an area, if you want to become more confident in speaking to people, explaining what you do, do that. I actually, I've joined, well, I'm part of a networking group. It's called Fresh Networking. If you're in Melbourne, come and visit. We're in St Kilda. Super fun. And I pay a membership fee to go there every fortnight. And that group holds me accountable, so it's make it's ensuring that I'm going to um, a networking event every fortnight, and I, from there I've developed my skills with um, networking, facilitation, and um, and speaking up as well. You may like to listen to one inspiring podcast every day, like this one. Um, I'm a big believer in that whatever you put into your brain on a consistent basis will absolutely show up in your future. If you wake up and the first thing you do is get on Facebook and you're looking at your crappy news feed or you're reading the news, that's all just bad news and terrible things happening. And if you're looking at Instagram, um, looking at other people sharing the most beautiful moments of their lives or reading trashy magazines, right? You're feeding your brain with crap. And just like with eating crap, how that's going to show up on your waistline in the future, if you're absorbing crap into your brain every day, that's going to show up. That's going to show up in the future. You know, your mindset is going to be a little bit Rubbish. You know, you may find it difficult to cultivate um, uh, attention, right? Because you're you're not you because you're you're distracted all the time. Um, you may feel you may not feel super motivated in your life, or you may get a little depressed because of all the bad news you're reading about, or you may feel sad because your life isn't as good as the people's seem to be on Instagram, right? Because you don't have Um, you know, you're not as tan or you don't have a thigh gap or you don't have, um, a Ferrari or smashed avocado. I don't know, but over time that's going to impact you. So if there's one thing that, one small thing that I would absolutely, you know, love for you to do, and I highly encourage you to do is to be aware of what is going into your brain on a daily basis in terms of what content are you consuming and, and maybe you can switch to, one, you know, uplifting, inspiring podcast or a blog, um, you know, every day, and do that instead, and maybe take a break from social media. Just a recommendation, just, um, just a little thought for you there. Okay, oh, what else did I have here? Oh, um, you can read ten pages of a book a day. This will add up to full books. So you can actually say at the end of the year, you know, I read, you know, five books this year. And that's pretty significant if you're reading, you know, 10 pages a day. Um, I mentioned this before, standing up and stretching away from your desk. You could do that a little bit every day. Um, This is another Tim Ferriss one. Make your bed every day, which I think he got that from some Navy SEALs. And that, that seems very insignificant, right? It takes like two minutes making your bed every day. But he talks about how... Um, doing that small action gives you that little sense of achievement, even though it's tiny, but you go, oh, yes, I achieved something today and it's the first thing in the morning. And he says, even if the rest of your day turns rubbish and nothing goes your way and everything's out of your control, you can at least feel good knowing that, well, at least I made my bed this morning. And then you come home at night, you might be drained, exhausted, you know, frustrated, but then you go to your bedroom and, ah. Oh, your bed's all beautifully made waiting for you. So I love that. That's something I try to do as well when I can. Um, so those are some some consistent, small consistent things that you could do um, regularly. So I hope this podcast has been useful for you and I hope that you go out there and start making some small consistent actions because it will absolutely show up in your future and it will absolutely contribute to something significant In your life. I would love to hear from you um, what small significant actions you are taking and what it is that you're working towards. Come on over and join the conversation in our Facebook group where the C Method rock stars, um, or you can go to thecmethod.com slash community. Come on over, join us. And if you're already in the group, post in there, what is something significant you're working towards and what tiny action are you taking every day? For resources, for you know, for the links that I mentioned today, go to the show notes at thecmethod.com slash 190. And one final reminder for the Ask Me Anything session that's happening this Monday, 17th of December, that is Melbourne time. So it's Sunday night uh, if you're in North America. I can't wait to see you there. And of course, post me, post me, who's going to post me anything? Email me your Ask Me Anything questions. As it sounds, you know, just as it sounds, you can ask me anything, anything about anything. And I look forward to seeing you there. And that brings this episode to a close. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome, and I'll talk to you next week. I'm Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed.
1: For those of you who are relatively new to the podcast, you may have wondered where that ukulele intro and outro music comes from. That's me playing the ukulele. I am demonstrating to you that if you want to become skilled at something, you have to practice. And I'm practicing the ukulele. I'm not particularly talented at it, but I'm showing you that it takes time to learn. And I occasionally do a song at the end of the episode, like a secret Easter egg. haven't done one for a while because I have been neglecting to practice. So I thought I'd do a song for you today. I've just learnt this one. Um, so I'm, I'm a little rusty, but I wanted to share it with you because it's a beautiful song and I like it. It's um, by Billy Joel and it's called Just The Way You Are.